What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. This is the number one podcast episode for men who are looking to level up their life, not only in fitness, but also in their marriages, in their relationships, in their finances, everything. That's what we're really going to be diving into in this podcast. If you, this is your first time listening, I just want to say thank you. I want to say I'm excited. I want to say that I got some value for you today. We're going to be diving into it. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why exercise variations are killing your results. They're killing your gains. And I want to share a story with you guys just to show you how far I've come, how much I've grown in my knowledge, in my experience, in my time in the gym. So when I first started lifting weights, I started lifting weights um, my freshman year of high school. All right. I remember a distinct moment where I decided that I was going to hit the weight room. I wasn't going to mess around anymore. I was playing basketball. I played uh, varsity as a freshman for basketball. And I actually, fun fact about me, I got to play against Kawhi Leonard in high school, which is pretty cool. If you guys know basketball at all, you know he is one of the best to do it. So I got to play against Kawhi Leonard my freshman year of high school. And so one of the games later in the season, I think it was a playoff game, I was a point guard, right? I was obviously a freshman, very small compared to like the juniors and seniors at the time. So for me, like um, going into my freshman year at the end of the season, it's playoffs. I think I remember it was a very close game and big guy, senior, other point guard was guarding me and he just dominated me the entire game. It was to the point where, you know, he was just shoving me around on the court. And I did not like that. I did not like getting thrown around on the courts especially feeling like I just didn't have the strength to do so. At the time, my freshman year of high school, I weighed 142 pounds, right? So I was uh, I was pretty tall and lanky, six foot, 142, right? And during that off season, my freshman year going into my sophomore year, I was like, you know what? I need to put on some size. I need to lift some weights. I need to gain some strength because I am tired and I do not want to be thrown around on a regular basis, okay? One of the things that me and my friends on the team would, would do as we started to lift weights is obviously like we had a strength coach at, at my high school. And so we would always, you know, be so confused why our strength coach at high school was only giving us exercises like bench press and deadlifts and squats and these exercises that were not necessarily, we didn't think at the time, get you big, right? So one of the problems was the strength and conditioning coach at my school did not educate us on why these exercises were important. And so one of the things that I try to do with my clients, I try to educate them on, on the importance of different exercises and why we choose XYZ exercise over the other exercise, right? Because it is important. Your exercise selection really, really matters. But because I did not have the knowledge and I didn't wasn't educated on why exercises were important, I did not think the bench press or the squat or the deadlift or the overhead press or just the basic compound movements were important for me to be doing if I wanted to gain strength, right? So what I would do, especially as a pretty much my entire high school career, to be honest, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. And here's the like the thing that's difficult for a lot of people when they first start lifting weights. When you first start lifting weights, 
I'm sure you've experienced this in one way or another. It doesn't matter if your workouts really are like programmed and periodized correctly. If you just go into the gym when you first get started, you're going to build muscle, right? Like it just, that's just how it happens. So even if you have like the worst workout program ever made on the history of of this earth, if you are actually working out consistently, you know, three, four, five times a week, when you just get started, because you get what's called newbie gains, you're going to see results. And so a lot of the times you start to work out and you're like, oh, my, this is working. Uh, this exercise is doing really well, right? Um, but eventually your body gets to a point where it starts to adapt. Your body is very, very smart. And so oftentimes your, your incorrect periodization, your incorrect order of workouts, your incorrect ability to progress or overload properly ends up catching up to you down the road. And so for the first few years of my lifting career, I guess my freshman, sophomore, uh, junior, and senior year of high school, I saw results. I got big, so I thought. But now looking back on it, the amount of muscle I could have gained if I were to have done it correctly would have been absolutely ridiculous. If I actually would have listened to my strength and conditioning coach on what exercises worked, I would have saw better results. What did I do? What did me and my friends do on that off season? We knew that we needed to add in some type of resistance to our exercises. So what we did was we grabbed all of the bands in our 24-hour fitness. So our 24-hour fitness had a, had a band section where it had the different resistance bands, right? The, the um, light bands, the medium bands, the heavy bands. I think it was like green, red, purple, blue bands, right? So we grabbed all these bands and we would pretty much add this extra banded resistance to every single exercise. I'm talking machine row. I'm talking high to low row machine. I'm talking, I would put it on the bench press and put it on the barbell, right? Have you seen people do that where they'll they'll hook up um, a band to the side of the bench press and put it on the side to add that extra resistance? We're doing it on that. We believed that adding banded resistance to our weights that we are already doing was the secret, was the key to us progressing and seeing gains inside the gym, right? And of course, there is a time and place to use banded resistance, but we would do this on pretty much every exercise, all different exercise variations you could think of. Even on biceps, I would put the band on a a dumbbell or on the easy bar, and I would curl the band as I'm curling the actual weight. And I believe that this was the secret, this was the key to me seeing results and me getting gains, right? So what we would do is we would try to find whatever exercise we thought would give us the best burn, would give us the best pump, and then we would add on extra banded exercises and banded resistance. Exercise variations are killing your gains. Exercise variations are preventing you from progressing and seeing the results that you need to inside of the gym. If you are consistently switching up your exercises week after week after week, you go from a bench press to a cable fly to an incline dumbbell bench press to an incline Smith machine, and then you go to like some weird hex press, a spend press on your chest, right? Every single week, you're changing up the exercises. Here's what's going to happen. Yes, you're going to feel sore, right? A lot of of guys don't understand the difference between getting stronger and being sore. Soreness is not an indicator or not a a factor. It is a factor, but it's not like a a thing we can measure on if you are progressing inside the gym or not. Just because you are not sore or just because you are sore does not mean that you will build lean muscle. So many of us get into the trap of using soreness as the only indicator of progress when that's actually one of the farthest things from the truth. You could not be sore after a workout. You could wake up in the morning and not feel super sore and still have a great progress that you made for your workout yesterday, right? A lot of us, we wake up the next day, right? You check your chest. You're like, man, 
you press on your chest, you give yourself a little massage. Oh man, I'm not sore in this area that I worked out yesterday. I must have had a bad workout. I need to change my exercises. My body is is adapting, right? You wake up the next day after leg day and you're like, what? I can walk? My quads aren't sore? My hamstrings aren't sore? Oh man, I must have not trained hard enough yesterday. No, no, my friend. No, my friend. That is not how we measure progress inside the gym. That is not how we measure you progressing, getting stronger. The main measurements we use to see if you're getting stronger are, are strength or, or you're progressing and building muscle is strength. Strength is one of the main indicators of building muscle. So think about this. If I'm constantly changing up my exercises every single week, I'm adding banded resistance. I'm doing push-ups. I'm doing supersets one week. I'm doing a drop sit the next week. I'm going from a set of 20 to 25 on one week, and then I'm moving to set of 10 to 12 the next week, and I'm constantly changing things up. How am I going to accurately assess if you're progressing or not, right? So put yourself in my shoes as a, as a fitness coach. So let's say I have I'm, I'm tracking my clients' workouts in progress. In one week, we do a set of 20 to 25. The next week, we do a set of 8 to 10. The next week, we do a set of 12 to 15. The next week, we just do all body weight and we do a HIIT workout. How am I going to know if this individual is progressing properly the way that I need them to? I'm not. One of the things that I try to focus on when I'm building out programs and I'm building out workout routines for my clients is trying to keep the exercises relatively similar. Yes, there are some type of variations and, and I periodize them appropriately. But if we want to accurately know if you are making progress or not, we have to keep things relatively the same. You do not need to change your workouts up week after week after week. Matter of fact, this constant change in your workout structure is preventing you from seeing the progress you want in the first place. All right. Like studies show that you could be up, that you could stay on the same workout schedule. So I'm talking about same reps, same sets. For up to eight weeks before your body like actually progresses and, and your body actually starts to adapt to what you're doing. So technically, I can give someone one whole week of workouts and they could do that for eight weeks straight and they could just focus on getting stronger each and every week and they will still make great progress. Technically, do I do that? No, I don't because I know there's also a psychological aspect to working out and you kind of just get bored over time. So I do like to add in different exercise variations. So what I do is I use a mixture of both. So obviously, I want to make sure that the workouts stay relatively the same. But at the same time, I know for a lot of people that, you know, you just get bored just straight up, right? You, you get bored doing the same exercises every single week. So it does need to be some type of variation. But I think for most individuals, it's way too much. So if you find yourself switching up your exercises and switching up your reps and sit, switching up your sets every single week, maybe because all you do is you go through Instagram and you just scroll through reels and you just find different workout routines. Oh, that workout looks good. I want to look like that guy. Why don't I just try his workout? Why don't I try this uh, tw 20 day ab challenge on YouTube, right? You're like, oh man, that workout looks killer. Why don't I try the rocks workout this week? Or maybe you're the type of guy that you just go into the gym and you just go to the next open machine. Yes, again, if you're a beginner and you're just getting started, that that's fine. That's going to work. You just getting consistent and you getting your workouts in is all you need. But for those of you who are listening to this right now and you're more on the intermediate to advanced side of things, you can't be doing that anymore. You cannot just be going into the gym and winging it. You need to have some type of structure with your routine. You need to focus on getting stronger. You need to focus on progressive overload. Soreness is not the main indicator of us making progress. Just because you're not sore the next day does not mean you're not making progress, all right? And so your homework is, is to reassess your workout schedule. Like, what are you doing every single week? What is your long-term goal and plan to continually get stronger and to continually build muscle? Strength is the main indicator of making progress inside the gym. So with that being said, are you on a workout routine that is structured around that? 
Or are you on a workout routine that just gives you a pump? All right. Getting a pump does not mean you're going to grow. Just because you look in the mirror after you work out and you're like, man, I look good, does not mean you're actually building lean muscle. All right. Muscle breakdown, muscle tissue breakdown is not always an indicator of, of progress. Focus on getting stronger. Focus on periodizing your workouts. Try to make your workouts relatively similar on a consistent basis and track your workouts. Maybe that's your problem. Maybe you don't track the numbers and the reps and sets you're doing. You just go in and do whatever weights you feel like doing. So maybe your homework needs to be that you need to start tracking your workouts. Pull out your phone, write the numbers in, stop being lazy, put it in. Because now you could look back weeks later. What do I do when I feel like a client hits a plateau? I look at their workouts four weeks ago. All right, are they getting stronger? I look at their workouts eight weeks ago. That's going to tell us a lot about where your body's at and how your body's progressing. All right. So I hope you got some value on today's episode. If you did take a screenshot of this, share it to your Instagram story, tag me at Trill Demand Fitness, and I will see you on the next episode. Go crush a workout. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.